When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny Venerable with Mr. Bo Brock today on this fine Tuesday. Bo, how are you? Doing great, man. I'm doing great. This is, uh, for me, the just headed on vacation after this. I'm, I'm, I'm ditching you guys for the next couple weeks and pretty excited about it. Well no deserved. No, no, I'll take offense to it anyway. Calm before before the storm. Uh, as we get geared up here, PHNX Cardinals for training camp, hammering home the season that starts in September. Bo's getting some much deserved R and R. I feel like when you move cross country like you did, Seattle, Washington area to back back home to the valley, you, you need some need some time to to decompress, and and that's what this is. Yeah, absolutely. Just kind of uh, going to get some downtime before we grind it out for an entire season worth of Cardinals games. It's going to be exciting. We're going to give you the most content you can possibly find anywhere. We're pumped to do that. And, and we already got Kenny Wilson joining the conversation as far as what we're going to talk about here with Kyler Murray. Is he going to be a top five quarterback 25 years or younger? That's going to be our main topic today. Yeah, it's time to trash somebody that we've had an issue with the, for throughout the duration of this offseason. Dan Orlovsky, former NFL, I, I hesitate to call him a, a quarterback. He was a backup. He was on the 0-16 Detroit Lions team. He's become a very good broadcaster. Not a very good NFL quarterback. You wouldn't know about that, but a very good broadcaster and an analyst. And, and we joke and we kid, and it's, it's be, because, I mean, he's been pretty – negative as it relates to Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray's place in the hierarchy of quarterbacks. Didn't he have, before we get to this list that he released today, didn't he have Kyler Murray as like the 18th or 19th best quarterback in the NFL a couple of weeks ago? Wasn't that his list, yeah. Bo Brock? Yeah, no, he, he actually, I think his list was guys you can, that you trust uh, with the game in their hands, essentially. Yeah. Like he, he was, and it had like Matt Stafford. And I think he even had Derek Carr on this list. And it's like, okay, Stafford proved like, when it came down to it, he made the throw necessary to win the Super Bowl. He hits Cooper Cup. Obviously, it helps have number 10. And that defense, Aaron Donald, just uh, just crushing the Bengals in the second half. But, you know, to have Derek Carr in that list, not have Kyler Murray, uh, I think I think it's pretty ridiculous. But today, I feel like the Dan Arlovsky, it's, it's the Fonzie on water skis jumping the shark as far as this list is concerned. Because... I mean, somewhere he's he's seeing the tweet. We tagged him saying, we're going to talk about this top five list. And he's just got his hands kind of cupped. And he's just like, excellent. They're, 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 they're putty in my hands right now. They, they took the bait. <clears throat> he chose violence this morning. Without further ado, uh, producer Leah, can we see the tweet? <clears throat> uh, the infamous tweet. Uh, this came this morning. Uh, and he's on East Coast time. So 4.42 a.m. Joe Burrow is his top quarterback 25 years and younger 
say what you want about Joe Burrow. Went to a Super Bowl last year. Um, first overall pick a year after Kyler Murray went one to the Arizona Cardinals. So that's his number one quarterback. He'd take 25 years or younger. Number two, Lamar Jackson, MVP winner. Number three, Justin Herbert, uh, for our audio listeners, who uh fantastic young prospect that has not been to the playoffs yet. Uh, same goes for Kyler Murray through two years. So um, give him some credit there. And then comes four and five, which completely jump the shark, Bo Brock. Number four, not Kyler Murray, um, one Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback that just completed one of the worst rookie seasons in recent memory. Uh, and then number five, Mac Jones. So again, that list, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones as his top five QBs, 25 or younger, Bo Brock. Absolutely. Just absurd. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Kenny Wilson. I mean, Lawrence, are you kidding me? Seriously? Uh, as he jumps in, you can join us every day on the chat while we uh, are live on YouTube. But Mac McCorkle Jones at fifth, and you have Trevor Lawrence at fourth. Uh, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was an absolute failure his first season as the top yeah. pick. And, and I know that he was battling, you know, Urban Meyer and, and obviously this dysfunction that is the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise. And I still believe he has the skill set to be successful, but he was a he was a disastrous steal from from uh, Bruce Arians. He was a failure in progress. And then to to take Mac Jones, uh, Mac Jones is a year younger than Kyler Murray, so he's not even that much mm -hmm. younger than than Kyler Murray. He's a guy that was beat out by Tua at the collegiate level. He had to hold the clipboard for Tua for so long until he made the jump. And then he goes and he's a system quarterback for Bill Belichick, and he doesn't throw have to like this guy's on the list. He threw the ball three times in a game in 2021. Like that's mm -hmm. Bill Belichick didn't trust Mac Jones to throw the football, and you're going to put him over Kyler Murray, who's done nothing but you know get better and better each and every year. And Orlovsky has been on record, I believe. Somebody tweeted me said he, that Orlovsky maintains that Kyler hasn't improved since year one, which is just I don't know how you can be an NFL analyst and hold that opinion. Well, what's also frustrating is he was in Detroit on that team with Matthew Stafford, I believe, the next year um, when they uh, came back from 0-16, but then they won one game, and that was with his precious Matthew Stafford. And mm -hmm. then I think about, okay, well, what did Trevor Lawrence do the year after he had the number one pick? Oh, he had, they had a disastrous year. What about mm -hmm. Joe Burrow that first year in Cincinnati? We well, won four games, and he, I think he blew out his knee, right? Couldn't even yeah. finish the season. The team was so bad. What about Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray inherited the worst offense in modern NFL history, statistics say, uh, in the hardest division in the NFL with two teams that represented the NFC in the NFC Conference Championship game uh, in San Francisco and I believe the LA Rams that year. Um, I think it was the LA Rams. Well, the Niners went to the Super Bowl, Kyler Murray's rookie year. Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray won five games, tied in one, kept the Cardinals competitive that entire season, damn near, and won NFL Rookie of the Year. That's what Kyler Murray did. Trevor Lawrence didn't do that. Joe Burrow didn't do that. Matthew Stafford didn't do that year one. So you can do apples and oranges as it relates to who inherited the worst situation. Kyler Murray and what he got in Arizona, it's right there. And people want to joke about Urban Meyer, but, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, we like Cliff. Cliff Kingsbury was thought to be a far worse hire than Urban Meyer was this time last year when everybody thought Ur Urban's going to work in Jacksonville. I was one of those people. And then everybody else said, well, why – Cliff Kingsbury doesn't deserve this. He's going to get walloped in the NFC West. 
And now you you sit here in hindsight and it's like, hey, Cliff was a pretty good hire. Hey, Kyler Murray was a transcendent number one overall pick. You know, maybe they shouldn't have taken Nick Bosa or Quinton Williams. The, the Mac Jones stuff, to your point, uh, Kyler Murray is almost the same age. Kyler Murray is far more electric with the football. It gives you much greater upside, can score in multiple different facets. Mm-hmm. And Mac Jones has Bill Belichick and the infrastructure of the New England Patriots and, and a division that has the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. You get a couple layups every year. Kyler Murray doesn't have that. He's got a gauntlet with potentially three other coaches that, you know, say what you want about Kyle Shanahan, but I think Pete Carroll and, and, and Sean McVay are going to the Hall of Fame. So all that to say... Kyler Murray, in my opinion, should be grandfathered into this list until until he turns 26. You don't go to two Pro Bowls and win Rookie of the Year and get your team to the playoffs this year. I mean, say what you want about his performance. They were in the NFC playoffs, mm-hmm. and they're a borderline playoff team right now and not be a top top five QB under 25. It's just, it goes along with the agenda that, Bo, we've, we've seen this entire offseason as it relates to number one, K1. Right, and you got to, if you were to press Dan Orlovsky and you were to say, hey, you have to put, a heavy sum of money on these three quarterbacks who who has a be- the best shot to win the most valuable player in the NFL Kyler Murray Trevor Lawrence or Mac Jones who's he putting his money on Not there's no close. way in hell he puts his money on those on the, the the latter two there's no chance he puts it on Kyler Murray a guy who's you know since his his rookie year when he did bring home the hardware for the top rookie he's been in the conversation top 6 he says that he has the same odds as Tom Brady does most of the time going into the MVP race so he's got that obviously that skill set that the the wise guys in Vegas see i don't understand what Orlovsky sees outside of him riling up Cardinals fans you know, just yeah. for some clickbaity material, it's got it has to be like unless he's just he felt like there was Kyler Murray comes with some disrespect to his boy Matthew Stafford because they play within the same division and when Matthew Stafford and Kyler Murray were both in the conversation last year, kind of head to head for MVP. Maybe he felt like, hey, this is kind of his rival, and I've got to be on the other side of that. Yeah, I think he threw Lamar in there kind of as, well, I have to do it because he's been to the playoffs a couple times. He's won an MVP. But everybody else on that list is a traditional pocket passer, and that's Mm -hmm. what his preference is. Um, Kyler Murray is unlike any quarterback we've seen, certainly in Arizona, but in recent NFL history. I mean, his comps are somewhere between – you know, Lamar and of course, you know, Michael Vick once upon a time and then and then Russell Wilson. It's just people don't know how to put their finger on it. And we saw a lot of the same pushback. And I believe their careers are going to have some parallels as Cam Newton once upon a time. Cam Newton, for whatever reason, and they're different off the field, but he rubbed people the wrong way and people couldn't contextualize their style of play. And they were unique and they inherited franchises that a lot of people think are second and third tier franchises, one of which is in Carolina. Arizona, not blue blood NFL franchises, certainly not Pittsburgh or Dallas or Green Bay. And there there were these traditionalists that could not get their arms around these players being great. And they push back every opportunity. Oh, I don't like how Cam Newton dresses or I don't like how he approaches the media. Right. But then what did Cam do? Consistently got better, eventually culminated with an MVP and taken the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl. And, And really his body broke down. Hopefully that doesn't happen with Kyler. But I always think they were. They're kind of kindred spirits in that in that aspect because I I just be, because they don't look like what we're accustomed to and what we're conditioned to seeing from the quarterback position. I mean, you, you can't get any more generic pocket QB than Mac Jones, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're if you were to pull every general manager in the NFL and and would ask him today, 
who would you rather have, Kyler Murray or Mac Jones? Even for the staunch anti-Kyler Murray propaganda out there, even for the people who are concerned about his leadership, I don't think there's 30 teams that would say Mac Jones. Maybe Bill Belichick would take Mac Jones just because he has him in-house now, but Mm -hmm. I can't imagine anybody else taking him. Because I think a lot of people feel like he succeeds because of – what their infrastructure in New England, and that's the only reason why. If if Bill Belichick was given the choice between Kyler Murray and Mac Jones, he's we're, we're on to Kyler Murray. He says yeah. it in that like gravelly voice. He says mm-hmm. we're we're on to Kyler Murray. That's that's our move because of the skill set that you you can't teach it. You can there's a ceiling when you have McCorkle as your yep. quarterback. You, you don't have it as far as Kyler Murray. I mean, the skill set is nearly unmatched at the NFL level. Now can he tap into it? Can can you harness it? Can you put it in the position to be successful? You know, I think that now that's where the question is. Like, can he take can he put his game in the next gear? Can he go from good quarterback to great quarterback, which is easier said than done. But yeah. I think if you if you want a quarterback who's gonna give has the best you know option to do that, and, and you're not putting him in the top five, it's just idiotic. I just I don't understand like what what this was about. Um but and I agree. I think that as far as the similarities between Cam, I think that absolutely there, there's a there's they polarize a national audience as far as just how they conduct themselves and what people perceive as a leader and as far as what they want from their franchise quarterback. And if it's not this fit that doesn't fit this mold, they're out on it. And that's what in Cam rubbed people the wrong way, how he had his towel on his head and how he had pout and all that stuff. And, you know, on the sidelines and just this ridiculous stuff, even though when you kind of peel back the onion a little bit you see what the work he's putting in with it like mm-hmm. in between the lines and in the community he's great with kids and all that stuff he might have this he's a bit of a diva but by i mean he he he's exactly what you said he was he improved he developed all the way up to an mvp level he was the star player on a 15-1 team that went to the super bowl and sure they shit the bed but man he he was spectacular that season. And the one thing I'll say, the difference is between how Kyler's utilized and how Cam's utilized and how Kyler is officiated and how Cam's officiated. I think the Cardinals actually have, you know, Kyler, because maybe his stature is officiated a little bit more fair. Yeah. Sometimes he'll get the be- even more than the benefit of the doubt to a fault. Like if you touch anywhere on Kyler Murray's head, like he's getting that flag. Luckily, Cam, man, that guy took a beating during his career. Yeah, and I, I I think it's not hyperbole to say Kyler Murray is already probably more advanced than Cam Newton ever was as a as a true pocket passer. Yeah, rhythm making all the throws for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas Cam was a semi truck in the open field, and that was the differentiator. So he could complete fifty eight to sixty percent of his throws, but because he was such an effective runner, uh, it, it it made it, it made up for a lot of that. Whereas Kyler Murray can't get under the center we don't think and, and sneak the ball he's i think he tried it he's tried it once in three years i think was the stat that i saw the other day i want to get to a couple of these comments here in the chat um sean ham definitely a top five qb no question um uh, jalen blair says when dan said kyler hasn't improved since year one that lets me know he's not watching film i agree he looked at those tds from each year came up with that conclusion yeah it's box score analysis dan disqualified along with that list a uh, low tone Capone or Lasky is the anti JJ Reddick. That's a good one too. I just think again, it goes goes back to the point, Bo, where where people feel a certain level of comfort knowing what they know, and if it's not something that fits their narrative, they push back mm-hmm. and it makes them uncomfortable, and and that's what's happened. And again, I I don't know how you can watch Kyler Murray in the same division with Matthew Stafford and not think that they're close to being equal. Whereas Matthew Stafford's been in the NFL for ten plus seasons. 
and has the opportunity to work under Sean McVay. I mean, can you imagine what Kyler Murray, with all due respect to Cliff Kingsbury, could do with a Sean McVay and the infrastructure the LA Rams have built? I mean, Stafford was a, a, a non-trade away. If the Lions had, had dug their heels and said, you're sticking with us, he'd be irrelevant. He'd be irrelevant. He'd mm-hmm. be a what if. Uh, yeah. so to speak. So um, KJ seven Trevor Lawrence rookie season reminded me of Joe Biden riding a bike. Well, <laughs> you know, to our dear president, that that wasn't a good look. Wear a helmet. Uh, Joe <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I do think he'll bounce back. I, I like Doug Peterson. I actually thought if Cardinals had moved on from Cliff, had they not mm-hmm. made the playoffs this year, Doug Peterson would have been a good fit. But like, look, look what Trevor Lawrence is going to have in the AFC South. It's not exactly murderers row. You've got Tennessee, who I think is on the decline. Houston, yeah. that's the top five drafting team. And goodness, what's the other team in that division? I can't even Indy, think of it. Yeah. Indy, Indy with, with an older Matt Ryan. I mean, that's very, very different than what Kyler has to do every weekend where it's like Hall of Famers and Super Bowl champions up and down the rosters. Yeah, I mean, in, in just the the battle day-to-day of just being a part of that organization, I think, I don't know, outside of maybe Cleveland, if there's been a more dysfunctional organization you know, during – our lifetime, your your lifetime, my lifetime. So uh, it, it's going to be tough for for Trevor Lawrence to carry the weight of just transforming a culture there in Duval County for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Dan Orlovsky seems to think, hey, he, he'll figure it out, and he's already you know ahead of Kyler Murray. I even thought like, man, maybe Orlovsky's like he turns twenty. Kyler turns twenty five in August. Yeah, maybe d- disqualified him already. I don't know. I mean. It's just it's it's ridiculous because that's the only thing that should take him off a of lifts like this. I, I the the conversation is is he a top ten quarterback overall in the league? It's it, right to, to keep him out of a top five under twenty five is ridiculous. I, and I know we we're gonna get to our own list, right? I mean, yeah. You, know, you want to get to our list now? Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, unless you want to get to uh, DraftKings Sportsbook real quick. Well, I was I was scrolling DraftKings here quickly. DraftKings Sportsbook promo code PHNX for all kinds of fun deals. Um, Kyler Murray is on the MVP ballot. Um, I I'm going to count right now off the top of my head. He is tenth right now. Somebody and already put two grand on Kyler to win that. Did you see that? I have not seen that. That looks like money well spent. He's tied for the tenth <laughs> best odds. So I mean, if you look at this, he he might be thirteenth or twelfth. Um, Kyler Murray is plus 2000 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to win the NFL MVP. That's behind, um, Dak Prescott plus 1600 Stafford plus 1500, um, Justin Herbert plus 1000 Burrow plus 1200, man, I don't see Mac Jones on here. That's interesting. Oh, all the way at plus 6,000. See if I can find old Trevor Lawrence on here and the app exploded. Um, I want everybody to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use that promo code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on either NHL team to win their game, get $100 in free bets no matter what. We've got the Stanley Cup Finals going on right now. The Avalanche taking on the Lightning, 2-1. to one. I think we've got game four tomorrow. And if you use that promo code PHNX and you're a new customer, get $100 in free bets. The app's working just fine. It didn't explode, by the way. That's promo code <laughs> PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup Finally, you got to be 21 and older to use it. Arizona only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Yeah, how many confirmations do you have to go through? Like, is it, are you sure you want to place this bet? Are you sure you want to light $20 on fire? Are you in Plus 8,000, I, find, I you, found it. Do you need medical attention? You know, like, 
it, it probably goes through a bunch of different things to make sure you're all right if you're looking to place that bet. Uh, you know, speaking of more good things, including the DraftKings Sportsbook, Four Peaks, our brand new partner, part of the PHNX family. We're pumped to join them. It's actually going to be the location of our NHL draft party. We're going to see who the Yotes are going to pick up. Uh, coming up soon. Uh, if you just want to go watch a game, you want to watch the, the Stanley Cup final, you can check it out at Four Peaks. You can go watch the College World Series. You can watch some Summer League as that's going to tip off in July. Four Peaks, perfect location, not just for you, but also a great place to bring your family, great restaurant, great food. Four Peaks Brewery. We're excited to be partnered with them. You must be 21 or older to enjoy responsibly. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's do our top five. Our top five, 25 or under let's uh let's fix dan orlovsky's crappy list and okay. do our top five so with the with the fifth best quarterback 25 or younger who do you have on this list uh, i'm gonna go off the beaten path here i'm gonna go with somebody i like more than most i think he is undervalued but i think he's gonna have a pro bowl type of season because i think he's gotten better every year and i love the makeup of their team and i think he's gonna dominate a poor division this year I'm going to go with somebody that I think could be the next Kirk Cousins-esque level of, hey, he just puts up good numbers every year and no one takes notice. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts as my number fifth quarterback. I'm going to go off the beaten path. I remember what Jalen Hurts did to this Cardinal team as a rookie, putting up over 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing. It tells me they believe in him. That's a smart organization. They they Two number one draft picks at receivers now, if you include A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. I mean, I... I think Jalen has the buy-in of that locker room, the makeup. They made the the great move of pivoting off Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to look a couple of years down the line. Jalen Hurts is in playoff games. I You're getting him at nearly no money as a second-round pick. Um, I like him way more than like a Trey Lance. I, I want to see more from Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. I think Zach Wilson's going to flame out in dramatic fashion. And Trevor Lawrence, you know, you got to overcome the Jaguars. I trust Philadelphia to get the most out of Jalen Hurts. So I'm going to go Jalen number five. All right. Jalen Hurts, a surprise entry for my co-host, Johnny Venerable. Uh, All right. So we're staying at five. And I think uh, mine's a little surprising as well. And I will actually take a guy who I think is going to have a a decent year. I'm not going to say what you said about Jalen Hurts, but I think at the end of the day, he'll probably have a better season because he's got so many damn weapons, including a former Arizona Cardinal in his backfield. I'm going to go with two as my fifth best quarterback 25 and younger. Now th- that's not saying a ton. I think that you're, you're really kind of between like Mac and a couple of these other quarterbacks. I would take Tua and his, his weapons. Uh, I mean, Tua already beat out Mac a couple of seasons in Alabama. I'll take yeah. the lefty down in South beach over old McCorkle, as far as just being able to throw the football a little bit better, drive it downfield a little bit better. Even though what we've seen on social media is not great. Still, I think better than Jones, who's, who's a true system quarterback. And if uh, if Mike McDaniel can put him in the right position, it's going to be big for Tua. So he's my- I like that. I like that pick. Uh, make or break season. Uh, if he doesn't do it this year, he's done. Um, and I'll stick in the same division with with my number four pick. And kind of by default, I mean these last two these last two selections, it's it's tough, right? But I I'm going to go with a guy that you know once upon a time was thought of to be the third the third worst quarterback in that same draft. I'm going to go Justin Herbert as number four. Uh, I think I said in the, I'm going to, I think I said in the same division, I'm going to say in the same conference, I, Justin Herbert's a a machine. He's a touchdown machine. 
But let's, I mean, he was on a loaded team last year. I think he's going to put it all together this year. I think they're going to win that division. I, I love what they've done. They've gone the complete opposite of the Arizona Cardinals. I love what they've done with their offensive line. Think about, they get Corey Lindsley, they get Rashawn Slater, and then this year, who'd they get? Zion Johnson. That That's a scary interior. So he's going to put up gaudy numbers this year. Um, I He's 24 years old. He's a great player. But I like my, my top three ahead of him. So I'm going to go. Uh, Justin Herbert, number four. Wow, I'm I, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised you have. I would even have Herbert in the conversation for the top spot. The but top spot. Uh, I'll go with Lamar Jackson at four, with where he's limited as far as throwing the football. Lamar Jackson, obviously, he can reach that MVP level, but uh, he's he's kind of fallen off a little bit the last two seasons. He was hurt last season. Uh, he still has the the capability of winning and taking over a football game, even if it's not driving the ball down the field, getting in rhythm as far as throwing the pass, throwing, you know, rhythm passes and, and just moving the chains that way. But he just has that ability when he's when the backs when his back's against the wall to make a play. And if it's with his legs, it's with his legs. You know, I, I'd have a tough time seeing him navigate four games in the postseason to a Super Bowl. But I still think as far as what the criteria is, 25 or younger, top five in this league, I think he absolutely is that. I've got him at four. You might, I, you might not have him on your list. You might have no, him pretty high. I've, yeah, I've got him third, and okay. I mean he's right there. I but one A and one B with with Herbert. They're so different, and I have to give Lamar the edge just because of what he's accomplished. Uh, he, he's already won an MVP. He won his first playoff game last year or two years ago, and look what happened to that Baltimore team when he got hurt. And mm-hmm. he's never had a a, a pre- plethora of weapons. He he maximized Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown, but they've missed on some wideouts, and so. Um, I, he's a very special, unique talent that I think he's going to get his contract. He's going to be a staple there. I'm with you though. I don't ever see him putting together enough of a rhythm passing game to get deep into playoff football. And I think that's the difference between a Kyler Murray and a Joe Burrow and a Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to go Lamar third, but I could easily see Justin Herbert leapfrogging him this year. In a lot of people's mind, that's already happened. All right. I'm going to go, this is going to be, this is tough, but I'm going to actually put Kyler third right now. I'm going to put him there. I I still want to see a complete season from him. I think the two guys that I have ahead of him have put together in their young career, complete seasons, especially offensively. uh, And some of their, you know, as far as their teams go, held them back a little bit. I'm going to put Kyler Murray third. Obviously he's got a high ceiling. He's just as talented as the, the other two guys. But uh, as far as what I've seen from the, my, my number one and number two, uh, you know, Kyler Murray, he still has a little bit more to prove. And that's that's not a knock on him. I think that the the, the people he's with in this conversation is very impressive at the NFL level. I, I, I don't mind that if, as long as he's on the list. I'm a big proponent and advocate of what do you inherit in life, right? Are you a trust <laughs> fund baby or did you have to overcome struggles where your parents not around, right? Did yeah. you did you inherit a dumpster fire organization and a disaster? My top two quarterbacks did. You're whereas, looking for like NFL privilege, is that what you're yeah, talking? That's right. And, <laughs> and I, you know, I love Justin Herbert. He's he's been privileged. He got Keenan yeah. Allen and Mike Williams day one. He's got a very competent general manager and Tom Telesco. He's yeah, his division's tough now, but it wasn't necessarily difficult when he came into the NFL. The Raiders have been the Raiders, and you know, I we'll we'll see what happens this year. Broncos haven't had a quarterback. I mean, he, he might get exposed a little bit this year in a division with Russell Wilson and, and Patrick Mahomes. But I'm going to go with Kyler Murray second. Um, I think Kyler Murray has a chance, again, to to be the first one off this group in the near future to win an MVP. 
Um, he was the MVP through the NFL through 10 weeks last year. The biggest thing is durability, which, you know, is out of our control. But I think Kyler Murray, if, if you were to ask me what's the best version of any of these quarterbacks, I think he's got the second best in terms of on-field play. Um, if I had, you know, any given Sunday, saw the best version of Kyler Murray, he's only trailing the number one person on my list. And that's because of other intangibles I can't, I can't muster. I can't put a, a, a finger on. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what's missing in Kyler's game. That's what difference differentiates him from my number one guy who I think I'm alluding to, but I, I think Kyler Murray is the best quarterback this organization's ever had from a talent perspective. I think when mm-hmm. he hangs him up, it's going to have every record. Now, is that going to be enough? Does he need a championship? None of these other guys on this list have a championship. So it's not like he's you know, super behind the eight ball there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think when you do more with less, it means more to me. The Chargers in my lifetime have had a ton of success. So have the Ravens, right? So have the Eagles. But the two two individuals at the top of my list, they, they elevate everybody else and they elevate poor organizations historically. And that means yeah. something. Yeah. And, and I think who your number one is is my number two. Uh, give me give me Joe Burrow number two. And here's what I think about Joe Burrow, and it's not a discount on his season at all. I mean, what he did taking the Bengals to the Super Bowl was nothing short of unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he benefited from Ryan Tannehill throwing three interceptions in that game. 100%. That certainly helped. Uh, they they played a team in the Raiders uh, in the first round that I don't know if was necessarily like a playoff quality team. Uh, they, they they snuck in through through the West last year, and, and then you know credit where credits due, they they beat up on the Kansas City Chiefs, and that was mm-hmm. that was pretty impressive. Um, but I think Joe Burrow, as far as he he just was his team got hot at the right time, and he, yeah. he just was the quarterback of the hot team. And he made some clutch plays, but as far as if if I wanted to get in for the long haul, I don't think he touches the guy who I would take number one, which would be Justin Herbert. I think if you were to to create a quarterback in a lab. You would create Justin Herbert. Just what his size, his arm strength, he can make all the throws, just a bit of athleticism that you want. I would take that. Just edge out his draft classmate who is ahead of him in Joe Burrow. I'll go Joe just because of the, I mean, it's the stupid winning intangible that uh, he just, he did it at LSU and he's done it to the Bungles, the Cincinnati Bengals, who, <laughs> I mean, that that organization time after time has made the wrong moves, but they finally got it right with with choosing him first overall, and then they butchered his knee. He came off a torn-up knee to get the Bengals in 2021-2022 to the Super Bowl, and we're a quarter away from beating Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford to do that with the worst offensive line by far of anybody, including the Cardinals in the playoffs. Yeah, he had Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, they benefit from Joe Burrow. I just, I we, we should not compare leadership intangibles on this show with Kyler Murray because I don't think that's fair because Kyler leads through his own way and he's getting I think he's improving but like Joe Burrow even more so than like somebody like Russell Wilson can galvanize a locker room and Kyler just can't do that yet and I think with Herbert he's a little bit stoic yeah. he lost that that essentially that play on game he lost that game to Derek Carr like when when games need I mean to Brandon be- Staley lost that game that's also very true <laughs> uh when games needed to be won at the end of last year Joe Burrow literally went through the gauntlet. Who did they play yeah. in the divisional round that they that they beat? He, did he beat Tennessee? Um so in the divisional round? I yeah. thought that was in the first round. Okay. No, they beat the Raiders in the, the first Raiders. round and, and then they beat No, no, the, no. Yeah, that's right. So he beat the Raiders, the team Justin Herbert lost to and 
I mean, you beat Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City to yeah. go to the Super I mean, Bowl in, over, in overtime. That's I mean, just Yeah, so I, I'll go Joe number one. I did not anticipate doing that after his 410 in one season to start his career, but it's, I'm glad that we're mostly on the same page. That yeah, good. for hey, sure. Hey, hey, Zeus in the chat, can we say at this point, even though they play different positions, Card's got the number one pick wrong, we should have taken both. <laughs> that, that's, that's quite a take, hey, Zeus. Can we say that, Bo? I think we're actually going to do a podcast on Thursday about that scenario. What would happen if if the Cardinals ended up going Bosa number one? But no, I don't think we can say that. I think that we, I even saw a redraft, the 2019 draft, and everybody still has the Arizona Cardinals taking Kyler Murray. Nobody's that naive to believe that they should have gone with the pass rusher uh, number one overall and, and stuck with, with Josh Rosen. Is that what Jesus believes too? They should have stuck with the chosen Rosen? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> they could have taken uh they could have taken Jalen Hurts that year. They could have ended up with Bosa and Jalen Hurts, I guess. Same I think, draft. I think Hazos might be dipping into the OGs. Uh mm. I mean it's tough not to since they just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, Pina Colada, which is unbelievable and tough to keep your hands off. Perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend that's just in time for these summer road trips and pool parties. And speaking of pool parties, pool parties is going down. OG's is throwing one. It's taking over Maya Day Club in Scottsdale this month. It's on June 25th. That's just a couple days away. Make sure you're there. You can say what's up to us here, the PHNX crew. It's going to be hanging out there. Check out OG's online. Obviously, you want to follow them on social media. They've got great content all the time at OG's Brands and online as well, ogsbrands.com. You can find their products at your local dispensary. But if you're looking for OG's, you want to find where it is close to you, ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com. If you're coming to the pool party, first of all, it's going to be a banger of a time. I, I'm going to be there, but we'll be there in spirit. Um, and if you're not feeling great and you're coughing all over people, stay home. Because right now, COVID, it's kind of doing a little bit of a comeback, hopefully not too much. And if we want to fight it off long term, ladies and gentlemen, get yourself a vaccine. You can get it today for free utilizing the Arizona Department of Health Services because it's time for a screenshot. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and up. Those 12 and older are eligible for the booster. Get your immune system right. We got so much fun shit planned, guys, in what I think is going to be our best PHNX Cardinal season yet. But we can't do it without you, and we want you guys feeling healthy and feeling good. So visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest you. That's azhealth.gov slash find vaccine to find that COVID vaccine nearest to you so we can have a ton of fun this football season. Uh, Bo, I was on Twitter. I was on the Twitter streets last night, as mm -hmm. I've been known to do, um, and uh, posted uh, a little uh, little snack, little snack meal from J.J. Watt's Instagram, uh, tagged the great one, Mr. 99, in this post. Lee, if we have that, I'd love to see it. And uh, first of all, it came from his dinner. Could you successfully finish J.J. Watt's dinner in a single sitting? For those of you who are uh, audio only, it's three massive pieces of chicken. Uh, look like right off the grill, uh, a huge thing of broccoli, probably a pound at least of broccoli, and a heavy bowl of white rice. And I'm like, this is a lot of food. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'll just throw this on Twitter and we'll tag him. And um, J.J. actually responded. And he said, uh, dinner number one with an asterisk, <laughs> meaning he had multiple dinner dinners. So, Bo, I will ask you, uh, could you finish this in a single setting? 
No, no chance. I don't think there's enough. Even if I have a gallon of water or I've got the most delicious Four Peaks brew next to me, like it just, it, it, even if you get the most, most moist chicken, that's still going to be tough to just get down your gullet. And then, I mean, there's, there's no seasoning on it. Like he's obviously trying to be get in prime shape for the, right. for the season. So he's not putting any butter, any salt or pepper on it. It's just going to be, it's the most cut and dry meathead. I'm, I'm getting myself in shape for the season meal possible. And he's a giant of a man. That would be, that would take me a long time. Like if you, if you put a clock on me to put, to finish that, like it's like the old steak uh, challenge at the Texas steakhouse. I fail. There's no way I can put that down in like an hour. I think people are full of shit who say they could do it easily. There are a ton of Twitter tough guys saying I could dominate that. Uh, Producer Lear said I could only eat one of those chicken breasts. I'm with you. And I love chicken unless I'm getting like, can I have some Chick-fil-A sauce with that? Can I have some soy sauce, right? (laughs) Some barbecue sauce. And that wasn't part of the part of the ask. And everybody thought that they could. I think the easiest thing to eat out of all of that would probably be the broccoli. Um, I, I definitely could not do the rice without any kind of mixture of a soy sauce or something like that. But the chicken would easily be the hardest thing. Those are those pieces of chicken look like, and I I don't have the biggest hands look like they each could fit over the palm of my hand. And, um, uh, Leah said she could easily do just the white rice by itself. Leah. Yeah. So I think I have seen her eat that in, in the studio for lunch or for, for a snack in between shows. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of people need to be called on their bullshit because I do not believe Right, ninety nine percent of people could eat that in one sitting. It's a lot of food. I I could do a full breast for sure. I think I had one of that size for dinner last night. Um, Just one, but but it had cheese on it too. (laughs) Yeah, it had sweet, delicious cheese on it. But if once you got to the next half one, that's when you start to tap out. Your your mouth gets dry. You're starting to chew. You'd have to take a lot of bites, right? Sriracha. Yep. All about angles, JV, according to Lance. I agree with that. <laughs> I I think it's a missed opportunity. I think you should cancel your Hawaii trip, and we need mm-hmm. to do something in studio where you and I attempt to eat this, yeah. uh, which would be kind of fun. So just tell your wife, tell your little one that, <laughs> hey, I got to do some stupid shit with Johnny in studio. You guys will be fine. I could do it tonight. I'll do it. I'll get three chicken breasts fired up, make them as dry as possible, just no frills broccoli, <laughs> the most plain Jane broccoli you could possibly get. I'll get the old uh, rice cooker out. We'll we'll make some just plain white rice, and I'll have the most boring, just protein bro meal possible. I was very careful when I was crafting that tweet that I did not say that the chicken was dry because I didn't want to def- offend my man. Uh, but it is dry. It looks like I mean, can we I don't see it say again? It's like, yeah, Leah, can we see the picture of the chicken one more time? It doesn't <laughs> look bad. It's like I wouldn't eat it. But you're right. Like, there's no dry rub on that. There's no seasoning. He literally took a fillet or a fillet, a piece of chicken, chicken breast, and put it on the grill and flip it a few times and then put it on his plate. And he's going to eat it like that. That's a, I mean, that's commitment. You got to, you got to appreciate that one of your stars is is committed to treating his body as a temple, you know? Uh, but Makai Beckman, Beckman, Beckton isn't eating like that. No, I don't think so. I don't think Eddie Lacey ever ate a meal like that. <laughs> he's, th- he's dropping the old racket, uh, Packers running back is throwing some barbecue sauce on that or something just to liven it up a bit because that, that just looks, it looks boring. You I've tried to eat like this before. Like we always want to do clean eating and stuff. And it just yeah. doesn't last because it's so damn boring. Mm-hmm. You sit there and you just, you just, just grind through it. It, when it you takes all the joy out of food. 
Yeah. Right. Like, you know, when, when Bo and I, at the end of a long day of, of grinding out, talking <laughs> Cardinal football, we just want a nice meal that we can enjoy. And if somebody put that in front of me, I would just, it's like my daughter, just push it away, get it away from me, get me my in and out, get me my Chick-fil-A, get me my Popeyes, right? I'm in, I'm in good shape. I You can't I get a you. little more juice though. You like, we're, there's no there's no Traeger in the world or uh, Green Egg or whatever like really nice grill. You can't keep the moistness in that chicken. Why does it have to be so dry? Did he do Did he do it on like a like the oldest frying pan possible? Like where did he do it at Is, one of the like your old apartment grills that you the communal grill that everybody has to use? Um, his home. Uh, is a work of art from what I've seen <laughs> on Instagram. I do not think he's using a community grill. I don't think he's going down to the local park <laughs> using the one with the charcoal. Uh, I think this is just his preference, how he gets ready for the season. How we're getting ready for the season is by dominating the offseason. We want to ensure everybody goes to gophnx.com. You can check out all the tremendous content. We're gearing up. We've got a hockey draft that's coming up in a couple of weeks. We've got a live event that I want everybody to check out on July 7th. We've got the NBA draft on Thursday. Content coming left and right from Gerald Borgay and company at PHNX Suns. And then, of course, we want to say bon voyage to my fearless co-host taking some much-deserved time off as we gear up for NFL training camp. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Bo, if Kyler Murray signs his contract extension while you're in Hawaii, do we get to touch base with you? Can we oh, see yeah. you? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, it's all hands on deck. I've got this little bad boy. Nice. I'll just put it up and uh, put the AirPods on, and we will have a conversation about how they just locked in their franchise quarterback to the most lucrative contract in franchise history and how he's going to be here for better part of a decade. What are you going to go with first drink you get to – Get to Hawaii. What's the what's the island you're going to called? It's Kauai. Um, Kauai Leonard. You know, yeah, Kauai Leonard. Exactly. Kauai Leonard a little island. different. Yep. Little different spelling. A lot more exciting for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can't go wrong with like a mai tai in that beach setting. But you know, right. when we're talking about pina coladas here from OGs, that, that gets me going. That gets me in vacation mode immediately. Just click vacation mode right there. That's the button. Get engaged. Go have yourself a blast, my man. We will see you when you get back. In the meantime, I'll be back tomorrow with our great friend, co-host Damian Anderson, the pride of Northwestern, joins us. We'll keep this party going. Again, check us out, gophnx.com, the PHNX Merchandise Locker. Gear up for the season. We're having fun. We will see you manana. Goodbye, everybody.